So you always know when I start talking over music that I'm uh, pushed for time. So uh, look, that's the end of another Ultrasounds. We've one more song to squeeze in. Um, thanks to everybody for texting in, tweeting in, Facebooking, everything. Uh, thanks to Dolores and Adrian who came in, AKA Telephone Explosions, talking about their upcoming album release next week in the Teachers Club, Arnell Square, Arnell Street, anyway. So um, yes, uh, get ready for the big kickoff. Um, I'll probably be away for a few weeks now, probably won't be back on till take a few weeks off until the 23rd of May. Um, that was Slippery People by Talking Heads from Speaking in Tongues, their fifth studio album. So now we're going to finish with um, a song from Sting's debut album, The Dream of the Blue Turtles, which was released in June 1985. And this was released as a single in November 1985. This is Sting, this is Russians. Thanks to Luke and District Credit Union for sponsoring the show, and I'll see you probably back on the 23rd of May. big kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM it has been a football-tastic weekend and we have two happy fans yes very happy fans unbelievable uh, games My this week are incredibly loud are they well take it off your ear there you go. Uh, yes, Nick. Ooh. Nick Price is in with us, our all-American sports expert. Is that what we call you, Nick? Uh, close enough. Yeah. Fair okay. Enough and we used to we used to mock you for your footballing team, but uh, yeah, obviously now it's a it's well, changed around. I'm going, to, yeah. I'm going to try. Now who's looking stupid? Well, <laughs> unless you lose, obviously. Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but we, there's so much going on, Dave. Tell us about uh, the Ireland under-17 team before we go to a song. Apologies, apologies, apologies. Uh, yeah, it finished 1-1. Unfortunately, it's not enough for them as Czech Republic won their game 2-0 against Greece. Um, so, yeah, what might have been with the with the last-minute goal they conceded last Friday, unfortunately. Um, 
So yeah, they're going to come third. A couple of both Belgium and Czech Republic will have five points each. Ireland will finish it on three, and Greece obviously on one. So yeah, it's a shame. Obviously hosting the tournament, it's a bit of a loss, but. Belgium was always going to be the big team. And in fairness, I watched a little bit of the first half and it was very much like a smaller team playing a, a power team where yeah. Belgium were already done and dusted, well, kind of already done and dusted, but were very much the dominant side. Ireland weren't as cool when they got to the final third. They kind of rushed it because like, we're not here much. And if they were just a little bit cooler, maybe. But anyway, it doesn't matter. That's the only little bit I've seen. It just looked like it was a very strong Belgium side compared to Ireland well um, that last minute goal against Gre- yeah. Greece against yeah. Ireland that killer kicking the nuts what you make it a sending off on Monday though ridiculous crazy and it just it's a little bit upsetting that even at that age lads are diving around on the ground isn't yeah. it yeah there you go okay so, so yeah unfortunately they're gone and then uh, England are also gone just might as well just oh, to cheer, yeah. Wrap just it to cheer up, us yeah. up a little bit yeah um, <laughs> So, uh, yeah, France and Holland went through. Uh, let me just see a quick look at the group. Yeah, France went in on seven, Holland on six, England with four. They had a good win today, 3-1 against Sweden. I went into Talca on Monday to see them against Holland. Just two decent nations, obviously, usually spit out a few good kids, so I just wanted to see it. Holland had a bit more technical flair. England were a bit more physical. Two and a half thousand were there. That's a great um, crowd. It was, it was a cracking crowd. It's a fiver into all the games. Two quid for OEPs and students and free for under 16, so... They're getting good crowds. There was a decent crowd there again tonight, but it looks at it in Tallis Stadium. I think yeah. there were four and a half last yeah. week. And I'd say it was much of the same. And by all accounts, they're getting some decent crowds. Um, so keep going. Another week to go. We'll see how it goes. But uh, Zidane's son is with France, by the way. Oh. He's playing in midfield. Davy Weir's son obviously was in the midfield for England. Toronto. But yeah, yeah, exactly. But uh, yeah, there's there's a couple of cracking players. Dutch Dutch lads had some tidy. There was one great goal. Ball came across the edge of the box. The big guy up front, I thought was going to hit a first time. Then he just opened the legs and let it run through. And the guy just side foot into the top corner. It was one of them. Like, oh, that's nice. <laughs> so yeah, go out there and see some. As we said, the, there is some stars of the future playing here. Who they are, we don't know. Get out there and find out who who they are. And is it into quarterfinals? Quarterfinals now? coming up now. There's another round. And of have Ireland asked to be the ninth team into <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> Delaney's currently uh, doing his best, but yeah, the um, the last round of fixtures for Group C and D is tomorrow, and then I think it's Monday, Tuesday, the quarterfinals and semis. But there's a f- playoff then for the two best quarterfinal or the two best worst quarterfinals because five out of this championship go to the World Youth Championship. Ah. So hence why there's another funky playoff as there well. There you go. Okay, so, let's we'll play on. a song. We'll get back onto some more. Talk for two more seconds. Okay. What is it? Sam Fender, Clay God. You were cracking all your fingers with your eyes fixed to the floor. Sounded that go down the street by the monument. And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffey Sound 96.4 FM. If you want to text us, it's 0870627138. The big kickoff 96.4 at gmail.com. And you can also send us a message on Messenger with our Facebook page, Twitter, and Instagram. Dave, last week we were talking a little bit low, I suppose, on Liverpool's chances. I never said never, but I was very close to it. I think everyone was close. And I'm not going to shy away from the fact that I said that. And I think most people, even United fans, were being a bit nice about talking about it because they were convinced we were gone. Because some of my mates were like, ah, yeah, yeah, whatever. You know, it's all, it's like, but I don't no. think anyone... Uh, no. Everyone knows there's a little tiny bit of a chance, but no one really believed. I can't uh, say that a Liverpool fan will believed. always have some belief, 100%. I kind of got it literally just before kick-off. I go, oh, jeez. But I don't know if we could belief. do it. I don't know if it's belief. I think it's hope. But sorry, yeah, yeah. Does, whatever. There is a hope. I just got the that knowledge that there's of, good talent geez, there. we might do this tonight compared to... Nah, deep down I think we'd be like, all week and what I said last Thursday was kind of... I you believed it. You would have definitely thought that there were... Liverpool are going to win here tonight because you just had that feeling they were going to win. They just have one that the home... One of the last texts about an hour beforehand, what's the score? And I went, oh, I'm going to, I have no expectation. I'm going to sit back and enjoy the game because Liverpool have to go all out. Mm. Barca will kind of counter-attack, but I still think we're going to win. I said, we're going to win, but they might flirt with it a little bit, get me hopes up, and then Suarez or Messi or something might do something. And 
then the madness ensued. But over the two games, just to briefly over like overall look to two of them, it was the greatest advertising for the Champions League this weekend. Oh, unbelievable. UEFA could not buy that advertising, them two matches. But I think since the knockout stages, yeah. it's always the knockout stage. The group oh, stages are okay. Yeah. But the knockout stages, they've been unbelievable Un- this unreal, year. Unreal, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. unreal. Um, you might want to hear this. <laughs> you might like this. Playing this one early to find myself in times of trouble mother mary comes to me speaking words of wisdom origi stevie hunting out out of darkness he is standing right in front of me yeah. he will score the winner origi let's do it origi origi yeah, he will score the winner. Oregi. Phil Thompson. And when the broken hearted people sitting in the cop agree, yeah. there will be an answer. The boy Oregi. Kenny. And obviously they're maybe 3 0 down, but there is still a chance of a, a corner or a free. Yeah. There will be an answer. Oregi. Aye, Oregi. Everybody. Oregi. 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 Oh, Oregi. Yeah, he will score the winner. Oregi. 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 Oh, Oregi. We see you in the final. Oregi. Although maybe not in the final. No, pick more. No, we pick more. I yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Firmino will be back as well. Yeah. Right. Good, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's obviously... Uh, it's gift- but it is true for the two teams. Poor old Lorente as well is probably going to miss out. And he did a tremendous cameo last night. Yeah, it's... it's he was superb. Because Kane did his best to prove his fitness running across the pitch That's last night. The <laughs> very first thing I thought was, hmm, that ankle's looking pretty good now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We'll touch on Spurs in a second. Just yeah. with Liverpool, yeah. when you seen the starting lineup, what did you think? Uh, yeah, we were trying to speculate that obviously the impression was that Sturridge wasn't going to start. Uh, and it looked like Origi was to play with Manny and Salah. Or, Origi. And then, or, or, or Origi, yeah. And then, <laughs> <laughs> and then Salah was ruled out and then it was like alright we're, we're, we're in trouble here what way are they going to go and then when I heard Shakiri, I was exceptionally a bit nervy because he's let me down in the last six months since Christmas like everyone's been kind of really buzzing about him but I think he's bluffed his way over the last couple of months now he hasn't played much and I think it's because of how poor he was playing in a couple of the games that he was asked to step up to but it was like whatever they're going to come out anyway but it kind of was nearly the final nail for me. Mm. But Barca didn't fancy it. Graham Hunter said it before the two legs. Liverpool are a team that Barca would fear. They don't like who they are. And they're not just a team who get at you. They're a good side as well. Mm. Um, and apparently Messi was saying so over the weekend. This is far from over. You know, Liverpool and Anfield and blah, blah, blah. Maybe he was just saying nice things to play it down a bit. But within 10 minutes... It played into their hands. It was a dodgy knockback by Alaba and Liverpool capitalised. And then you got that feeling that it's game on. You still weren't 100% convinced, but it was game on. Yeah. And uh, yeah, second half came out like a train again. Nick, your your thoughts at the start of the game. Do you have any thoughts of zero, Liverpool? Zero chance. And I actually, there's yeah. a few, well, quite a few. Like, is there is there anywhere? Liverpool supporters at my work. And yeah. I was actually even going all rough. You're going to have a rough week. You're, you're <laughs> probably not going to win the league. You're about to get bounced it out was of here. The start of I a was bad actually week, going, yeah. oh, I feel really bad for having to go through this two games in, in yeah. five, six days, yeah. whatever. This is going to be bad for you guys. And then that happens. And by the, by the last 20 minutes of that game, 
I nearly, nearly was actually rooting for Liverpool. You go, oh my god, <laughs> like like a sports movie or something. You kind oh, of this, you, this it's happened me before. It's, yeah. a, it's a horrible feeling. When it, you exactly, need to, you, need to, you need to pull yourself back. To reality <laughs> and go, like oh, even one of the girls in work who absolutely positively has positively has no interest in football. She thought Messi was retired. Like she hasn't a clue. Even she watched it, and because the husband was watching, it, she kind of said, "I stopped doing what I was doing." And kind of got sucked in a little bit because you can't help it. And that's the brilliance of sport, not just football. Um, but there was somebody put it up on Twitter. It was like a lot of people, like they were around a body and wearing all the black tie, like it was a funeral. This is uh, to all the people who have no idea what, what it's like to watch football, like and kind of like they were feeling mourning for them that they're missing out on what it was. And uh, then obviously the fourth one, I don't care. I text as soon as it happened to the boys just to wind up. But I just, it was genius. It was brilliant to watch. Just something different and clever. Mm. I just love seeing goals like that. And just a little bit different. The camera up in the main stand that was focused on the penalty box. You can kind of see the corner flag. If you watch it again and look at it from there, Origi's constantly looking at the corner flag because it was as if he knew where he was but didn't want to give himself away. But he kept looking and kept looking. And obviously at some point, Alexander Arnold copped him because he was walking away himself. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he just jumped back. back. And it was one of them, like the second and third goal, I jump up and roar because you can feel the build up to the goal and you know it's coming. Well, that one, I was sitting in the couch and just the jaw opened because like for a split second going, oh, we scored. Did but that happen? Yeah. yeah. And then you realise you score. Yeah. So you don't have that big roar. It was like... <gasps> Unbelievable, and even Origi didn't seem to celebrate that hard for a few seconds. I think I think he was in disbelief that actually went in. <laughs> I do because he actually it was a brilliant finish because the ball had bounced up high yeah, yeah. and he had to get his, his foot over the ball, but it went in, and I, he didn't know what to do. He yeah. didn't know whether to celebrate, where to go into the corner. He yeah. wasn't sure. I think he even thought that it mightn't be given because yeah. maybe it was taken too quick or something. Yeah. You know, something and was in like, his head. It was brilliant to watch. Ter Stegen, as the ball's probably only about four or five yards away, still clapping to get the lads G'd up and get yeah. going. No one, and he was last second, no one, even PK just kind of put his hands up towards his face. They just hadn't a clue, and I think they were praying there was something wrong with it. When Aldum comes on and changes the dynamic of the whole team, yeah. completely changed the dynamic of the whole team, like, is he a starter? Or? Oh, 100%. I think so. I think he is genuinely, predominantly he is, um, I don't know whether I straight away as soon as I seen him doing some of the things he was doing I straight away went back to Roma now I know that's a year ago and I'm very particular about people like that but he is a big game player and he was ridiculous that night some of the things he got up to and his engine and holding up the ball when he was under pressure same thing the other night remember two or three and got around mm. him and somehow he managed to get out he comes alive. Uh, maybe that's what it is coming the hour, coming to man kind of thing. I don't know. But he's consistent, but he knows how to go up a level. And it's like, if you did that a bit more, I don't think he'd be with Liverpool, to be yeah. honest. He, it was awesome. And it's in him. And everyone knows that it's in him. Yeah. But now that's happened a couple of times in massive games. It's like, if you did that a bit more often, yeah, he probably wouldn't even be a Liverpool player. He when, was awesome. Nick, when you look at Liverpool and you look at Klopp, and some of the players that are there, like Wijnaldum, Robertson, mm. these players are coming in as very reg normal players. If you, actually, if you think about it, Wijnaldum and Sissoko were in the team that got relegated three years ago with Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. You know, so these are players that, although are good players, don't necessarily are taught of world-class players. Yeah. What, is it, what do you think? Is it the manager bringing it out? Well, certainly, certainly coaching comes down to it and managing comes down to it and you get you get a manager like Klopp that can at times seem to bring the best out in players. But I think as well, when you're on a really good team and, you've, and you're surrounded by really class players, that can also uplift everyone a little mm. bit. Um, so probably a combination of the two, but certainly, certainly Klopp deserves a lot of yeah. credit for that. And if you look at, especially Klopp and say Guardiola, there, there is other managers in the league that do the same, but they've bought players not necessarily who are the best midfielder in the world. They need a midfielder. They don't necessarily go and buy the best midfielder in the world. They buy the guy who's going to fit the way they want to play. And if you look at even... You don't get too much access to the guys, but if you watch Liverpool and the players, and stuff, they're all kind of the same. They all seem to have a similar attitude. He obviously looks into that as well, and he obviously taps into the type of attitude of a player, and he's my kind of... I'll get the best out of him because it's, I, I, whatever it is he has the link you just see something in a player that's yeah, maybe and a, a reaction or something yeah. the players kind of look the same and talk the same and say the same thing so they obviously have the attitudes and the traits that he likes but 
they obviously buy into what he says. Yeah. Because one of the things he said, um, I think, I don't know who said it. One of the, I don't know what it's beat. I don't know one of the channels. And he said, that was a great thing to hear. It was Henderson. And I never copped it. When Henderson was being interviewed, he said, we were just told to get out there. And, and in the second half, he said, we, we just went out and put our personality out on the pitch. This is who I am. This is the type of player. And that's all it was. And it was like that bit of freedom, a bit of trust, not just play A to B football. It was like, I know what you are. I know who you are. Go out and do it. Do what you want to do. Do what you do best. And that's kind of refreshing to hear that, there's a bit of an element that I never really copped on and never really took notice of it, but it was only when he mentioned that he said, I was like, yeah, that's it's a good sign instead of, yeah, we were told to go and do this, that, that. It was like, listen, I know what you can do. Get out there and put your personality out on the pitch. Yeah. From a neutral's point of view, I was looking at the game and you wanted it to be a game, first of all. You wanted it because yeah. you didn't want to watch a game that was dead. So when Liverpool scored the first goal, Grant, that's the game's game on. Kick, kicking on. When the second goal went in, the third goal went in, Everyone was in shock. Every single person was in shock. I Speaking think. of which, yeah. when it was one nil, mm. now obviously everyone's going on about Dembele's miss in the the very end of in the new camp. It was shocking. Rakitic's pullback to Messi when there was two other there was no one. It Messi. was three versus Becker. Yeah, Allison. There was three versus Allison, and my heart, everything dropped. It was like here we go, and somehow the ball went completely somewhere else. He would normally Messi. hit it first time. Exactly, and instead of going or across the face to the other two guys, there was no defence, and he pulls it back to Messi, and Matip was near enough to get the launching, and that's when I said, "Ah, oh, this is right bang in it." Because yeah. why on earth did that happen? Did he bottle it, or is it very much let's keep giving it to Messi? Think, and Messi makes the difference. I think it was, what the hell? I think it was a little bit of a blase attitude. I think they still thought or they that, had it or that, yeah, because yeah. normally Messi the ball comes across, walking in like no one touch back into yeah. it. He was trying to do a little cut back in behind yeah. Matip and then maybe be a bit smart about yeah. it and, and it backfired and Suarez had a great chance as well yeah. so they had their t- couple of opportunities to score that one goal because Quinn made a good point about Messi and not necessarily moving him on but they have to look at the players because something about Coutinho being exceptionally quiet for the two games and we're like ah is he kind of playing to help Messi instead of doing what he did at Liverpool oh, instead of being a bit free yeah I, I understand that but if I was Barcelona I would not let Messi go anywhere oh no but he was kind of saying is it getting to the point where the manager needs to stand up and say listen you need to play the way you play he's in a position he's to play but don't just keep looking where he is because once or twice it certainly happens at Argentina 100% that it happens at Argentina and it happened a lot with Real Madrid and Ronaldo at certain times and if he didn't get it he was very much slapping no, his legs. I don't, I don't think Messi's never been like that. That he's like no, he I doesn't act it, up when he doesn't get it. But if you look at him sometimes when it's not going right, all of a sudden he's playing beside the centre half. Uh, give me the ball. Yeah, I think they need to demand it sometimes. But I'm so. just wondering, and it's a, it's just a debate. Mm. Is do sometimes the players look at where he is first instead of I would really go here, I'd really attack this space and be dangerous here. But instead, where is he? And it was just a fair point because of the pullback. It was just ridiculous. Let's look at Valverde. He went in and he played Busquets, but he also played Vidal. So Mm. straight away he was going defensive and he had Rakitic. Vidal, yeah, but non-effective going forward. Oh, hundred percent. But if he wasn't there, it could have been worse. I don't know. Some of his tackling was incredible. Sometimes the because they weren't doing it. The rest of the team weren't doing it. Yeah, but sometimes the best form of of defense is attack. True, man. Artur is is a good playmaker, but then again, Suarez. Yeah. Played well below as par, little scummer. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I think you'll agree with me on that one even this time. Yeah. Um, Busquets yeah. must be past it now because he didn't have didn't, yeah. nothing there. Yeah. Nothing at all there. He didn't and even have his uh, shenanigans where he's at the ref for trying to call nothing. things. He hadn't even got any of that in his locker. He was non-existent in the game. Yeah. And then, of course, PK, uh, two centre-halves in the back yeah. were just very poor. And, and they were Is shot, Alaba a good defender? Now, he's an incredible attacker. I I think there's there's just I think he's a decent defender, but I don't. Yeah. Barcelona are always shaky at the back end. Yeah, yeah. and Liverpool because there hasn't been much of football in, in Spanish football. I, I don't even know who shows it this year. And let's put yeah, well this is it. And let's put it this way: Liverpool are the top two teams in Europe. So yeah, yeah. And after the break, we might <laughs> talk about the other one. <laughs> the other guys. You're listening to Liffey Side on ninety six point four FM. They're dancing. Tottenham players are dancing on the pitch here in Amsterdam. They're going to play Liverpool in Madrid. Come on, you Spurs. I mean, unbelievable resolve, belief, character. Pochettino went all in. Second half, 
Lorente up top, but Mora was the man. And what a finish. Clever touch from Ali. Absolute bedlam. Bedlam in here. Ajax 2, Tottenham 3. 3-3 three, three on aggregate. Tottenham go through on the away goals rule. And on the 1st of June in Madrid, we'll be there for Tottenham, Liverpool. At half-time, you could not have believed we'd be saying that. Well, you know, you, you talk about last night, Liverpool making the impossible possible and Spurs again tonight half time they were out they were done but so many times in this competition they have dug deep they don't know when they're beaten this Spurs side have just showed so much character determination resolve they've been stretched all season the main man Harry Kane out but they've got there they've got there in the end Spurs are in a Champions League final so <laughs> Can we just play that over and over again? Yeah, for the rest of the hour, every year, stealing our thunder, <laughs> stealing our thunder. <sighs> Nick, again, I'm going to ask you before the game, what was your thoughts? I, I actually probably gave Spurs less of a chance than I would have even Liverpool. Really? I know it was only the one goal in the do? difference. Just the way we've been playing recently hmm. and some of the injuries. I just go, not nah, just we're bottling it. Like it's not. It's the slightest And then at half time, you certainly would have believed oh, it. it uh, nearly, if it wasn't for the biggest game I've certainly ever seen him play in, in probably mm. most people's lifetimes, uh, I would have just shut it off and went to bed yeah. or something. I go, no, I can't even, I can't even do this. Let's have a yeah. listen to this. In the Champions League this year, Tottenham versus PSV, Kane 78 minutes and 89th minute. Tottenham versus Inter, Ericsson 80th minute. Against Barcelona, Mora 85 minutes. Tottenham versus Dortmund, 83, 86 minutes. Tottenham versus City, Son, 78 minutes. Yeah, I see what you're getting. Lorente yeah. and Lucas Mora. We're going to play it over an hour and we'd be grand. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it, it's. So there is. They just can't let. No one can rest on their laurels no, when they're no, playing no. against Tottenham. What do, is that? Obviously, just a team mentality of kind of a never give up thing. It certainly must be. I'd love to be a fly on the wall to hear Pochettino at, at the half because he must either scream bloody murder to him or, or instill some kind of uh, confidence that's unreal because they so many games in this Champions League even even during the league season that they just they look dead they look terrible it's, it's a tale of two teams nearly mm. like that that second half last night those were not the same 11 guys that played the previous hour and a half against IX over the last week yeah uh, I don't know I'm speechless truthfully like I don't know what, what to make of it exactly but I certainly love watching it we watched in the, of course, the first goal goes in after four minutes. Yeah. Uh, Deloitte, is that was Deloitte, yeah. Deloitte, and you really think, God, oh, this, right. well, is, that's it. Now, like, this is a str- this is a struggle now. Yeah. Uh, of course, when it goes three nil a half time, two nil, three nil, three nil aggregate, aggregate, yeah, you got not a chance. But it wasn't that Spurs were playing terrible. It was just that they took their chances and they were knocking the ball around. It was a bit Do of you confidence think they kind there. of slightly? Took a li- like uh, Spurs are obviously going to go all out second half regardless, mm. but Ajax should have realised we need to match it, and I yeah. don't think they did. Like at half time, I think the manager goes, "Look, they're going to go all out at least burst the bubble a little bit and match them the first fifteen minutes second half." I don't think they did. Uh, I think they kind of there was just a little bit of a relax, and I'm not taking anything away from Spurs. Mm. I just think they relaxed a little bit too much, and then just Spurs got the momentum. And when the second one went in, I was convinced it, they're going to get it. But I didn't expect them to get it with 10 yeah, seconds. There you go. 96 minutes. Exactly. Yeah, I kind of started to write them I, off I, again. At that point, yeah, I thought the same. Oh, yeah, we can get one more. Look how we're playing this yeah. game. But it, it was then about the 89th, 90th, 96th minute, you go, <laughs> okay, well, well, good. We, good gave, try. It a go. we gave it a good, good go. We're done kind of thing. And just. And then Vatongan missed uh, from four yards. Yeah. The cross yeah, yeah, bar. yeah. The off yeah. the bar, I thought. That's when I started to think, ah, uh, are they going to come up short? And there was. At the very end of the game, or at the beginning of stoppage time, there was one of the IX players had a real good hit the crossbar. The real that boy band looking dude, didn't he? Oh, there's a few of them. Yeah, <laughs> well, <one> of them. <laughs> they're all gorgeous. <laughs> there was there was a late uh, a late chance IX had that hit the hit the post. That's uh, right. I thought okay, okay now mm. it's there's certainly nothing going to happen now, um, and then just oh. did you a gift from the gods? Like Lorente has been given an awful lot of stick. Yeah. He's not as good as Harry Kane. I don't think 
Lorente has said that he is as good as Harry Kane, yeah. but what he is, he can be very effective yeah. in what he's effective yeah, at. He can, which is be a nuisance. Yeah, yeah. He was super. But last night he was more than a nuisance. The bo- when the ball went up, as they were saying in the commentary, it was like a big ball going up to Niall Quinn, yeah. and they were just going to run off. But it was like it was his kind of. I'm going to show everyone yeah. that I'm a good player, no matter what happens. And this is my way of saying, "See, I told you I can play." Yeah. It was brilliant. But he's come up with an important goal against City and now he's he come yeah. up with an important performance. So he's, he's like definitely He, he gets a, a rough shake, I think, uh, from myself probably included, right. where I'd be sitting... You can't help him compare him to going, Kane. Come on, like, what are you doing? Yeah. Um, but he is a quality player. And, you know, maybe when you have the likes of Kane and Son, shouldn't probably be starting every game, but certainly a, a great replacement to have oh, uh, for yeah. late in games. And everything. Definitely. So, yeah. But it was very clever as well that they, they pinpointed Daily Blint to yeah. go up against, you know, pick on Daily Blind, mm. knock the ball in, you're going to win everything, yeah, of course, chip yeah. away. Obviously, yeah. that tactic, if they go and play Liverpool, you're not going to get much change off Van Dijk, so yeah. it, that's not going to be as effective. So this worked to a charm. Absolutely. But it was very interesting in the game where five minutes went up for injury time and you thought, right, they can still go at it. Mm. And you thought when Lloris went up for the corner, yeah. that this is the last oh, chance. Sorry, then yeah, it went over the, the bar and you're going, oh, that is it, that's, gone. That was the moment it kind of... Finally, oh, everyone, sunk yeah. In. yeah, we're done. We're done. You're done. But then from that resulting uh, corner was a goal kick, mm. and the goalkeeper started to waste time, and he got his yeah, yellow, he got a, he got a yellow yeah. card. Yeah, as and he I'm should convinced have, he, he should have got it ten minutes before that too, because he was that's doing right. it for quite a while. And I'm convinced the referee added that extra minute on there yeah. for that time yeah. waste, and because it was in the 96th minute, yeah, it yeah, would yeah. have been finished yeah. then. So there you go. What goes around comes around. Don't be, don't be. So, but. Looking at the final, uh, you'll know more than me off the top of my head. What way was the Liverpool? I know they drew one. What way did they go this year in the league? Liverpool. Uh, uh, Liverpool won the last one in Anfield, that's for sure. And I, no, I think first won one, it. No, I Liverpool think won both of them. Both yeah, of them? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're both 2-1. To be honest, a little bit tighter this year. But yeah. over the last three or four years, Liverpool have kind of had the squeeze on them predominantly. Um, but Pochettino's changed this slightly because... Klopp's all-out action style just killed him. A bit like City. Remember we had the, the squeeze on City for a couple of years and then Guardiola's kind of slightly... Pochettino's obviously done something similar. He's kind of squeaked a little bit against Liverpool. So it's not going to... It's going to be another tight affair. But what I think is going to be the most interesting, I was kind of... I don't like playing another English team in Europe ever, no matter when. I don't like it. So it's kind of like... And it's not because of stature. I just... We, lo- we know each other well. Too yeah. well. Well, at least with Ajax, they can guess a few things as much as and they in can. In a way, re- like it is, I'm beyond thrilled, but it's it is that bit less exciting because yeah. it is yes, it's well, it's, it's, yeah, exactly because yeah, it's a match you saw two months ago, kind of basically. Yeah. Know, where, yeah, but the interesting thing is, which the only advantage I'm looking at in a, in a positive way, because I was a bit nervy about it. There's a day short. Uh, uh, come uh, come Sunday, it's a day short of three weeks to the final with no games. And Ajax would have been playing right up until the last week. They have another two games in the league. I was like, yeah, it'd be nice and match fit. Still chasing for a league. You know, no, but is it that's a positive to kind of keep active and they're going for a league and if they win the league, they'd be buzzing and they're young. They could come out with no fear. I said, that'd be an an awkward game. Mm. But at least now both of us are in the same boat. So that's going to be interesting to see what the managers both do. Did they give them a few days off? And say, see us at the end of the week this week, and then we'll go to a camp for a week. Well, they've got two weeks, haven't they? Three weeks. Three weeks. It's three a day weeks. short of three. It's yeah. three weeks. So it's, it's kind of interesting to see will they do something where, right, see us next weekend, um, two week two week training, we go off, break it up a little bit. I think bit. you nearly have to. Yeah. Because yeah. the, 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 the amount of matches. If you're just training for three weeks. Yeah, I don't think they will. I think you get a bit edge. It'd be interesting to see. And then will they do a bit of a, oh, we'll head off to Spain for four or five days, or not Spain, obviously, maybe Dubai, or we'll do a bit of a warm weather because it's still fecking freezing for me. What's yeah. going on? Oh, it's supposed, freezing. To war- it's war- it's supposed to be it's warm. It's supposed to be warm after England, the weekend. No, the weekend is supposed <laughs> to get warmer. Supposed to be nice. So that kind of thing, the preparation for the final is going to be interesting. Yeah, because mm-hmm. usually you're up up until a week or two, you're kind of kept, kept busy. So it'll be, it'll bit of mind, not mind games. We'll be just interested to see yeah. who prepares the better. I do think the time bodes really well for us because certainly now there's a chance Kane could be back. Exactly, uh, and, and even the likes of uh, even Salah from that, that were kind of yeah, 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 not totally healthy. They should be by now. I don't think there's any big name suspensions either. I think most of the big no, boys I are all. Okay. I think yeah, it, I, I don't think there was a, heard of anything. a second yellow. So, yeah, I'll be honest. 
I'm not really thought about it too much because it's just still buzzing from Tuesday. Mm. But yeah, uh, take take your Liverpool hat off. Yeah, they're go- they're going to be favourites. There's no two ways about it. Oh, huge but it, it wouldn't be huge. I think it is. Do you think I so? Know. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to think it or say it, but I don't have tons and tons of faith. See, for me, it's hard to In look. Scores? No, yeah, in Spurs, no, I really don't. Yeah. Uh, well, Liverpool are definitely favourites. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Liverpool, yeah, like, Liverpool yeah. how many points are they ahead of Spurs? 25 just makes yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah. Like it, it, yeah. They're just a better team. But a one-off game, you've exactly. seen it so Anything many times happen. Yeah, I guess, exactly. you, know, you never know. But yeah, um, the worry I'd have for Spurs is that they bring Harry Kane back, play him, and he's not ready. Yeah, and that's what just, I'm, just for the sake of having him. That's what I'm hoping for. Yeah. I'm kind of hoping he's not quite 100, percent and then he plays for half an hour, and it's a bit of a dud. You have to waste a sub. So yeah, well, you're gonna have to wait till till obviously the week before before you can really speculate. But I presume Kane will be fit. Obviously, Salah and Firmino will be properly back as well, and it looks like both teams should yeah. be fair. Tonga will probably be unpassed yeah. by them. So most of them should, barring any training disasters, should be fully fit. So no excuse. Yeah. The only thing is, poor El Madrid's gonna get destroyed. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> if Barcelona's out to go by I have, that to, I have to say I'm delighted for Liverpool when they won I was delighted especially for Klopp uh, but it was yeah. it was because it's always good to see the best team win mm. that's mm. it you know and the same with Spurs to come back like the, the way they did and now I think Ajax needed a couple of years to just to get their experience hopefully they do because they just got shaky and, mm. and that's what happens you know you get a little bit nervous like then they did situations. three qualifying rounds yeah, yeah. Like yeah. no one's ever done that, and it was. And in fairness, the crowd were brilliant. Yeah, they, at the end, as much as they're good, they even know. Yeah, listen, yeah. Look, they're realistic. Look what we did. Um, and truthfully, that that the first game against Ajax, that's how I think Spurs were playing. Is very nervous and yeah. just looked like shook. And but that's because they were probably the favourites. Yeah, could, yeah, very well. Yeah. Uh, Spurs were always up against it. Yeah, yeah. A bit like Liverpool, we always yeah. rode the underdog card mm. very well, yeah. and that's what's making me a bit more confident in Liverpool this year they kind of are starting to grow into being yeah. the bigger team yeah, and so going into, into the final now that you we're the, we're the favourites have experience where yeah. other than um, Lloris that's the biggest game every single player on Spurs and Pochettino's sure. ever had anything sure. to do with uh, yeah. so you'd worry about nerves coming in and there isn't a second leg to back you back you up no. you know? each well it has here Liverpool have only only been given 166 120 I presume it's the same. It is. This, so that they, means half the ground. Half the ground is corporate fans, yeah. sponsors. Half the ground, corporate, and probably locals as well. But it's, it's, it's minuscule. Yeah. Honestly, I've yeah. seen the breakdown last year. You're, I'm seriously, nearely 30,000 of them are for UEFA to do whatever they want. Yeah. They go to sponsors for competitions. They go to. There's a very small neutral thing. It's, it's phenomenal. So it's half, the sta- half the stadium w- will be full with fans. Half them will be as right. Prawn sandwich brigade. <laughs> but just a very brief Interesting. Now that looks like an, a, a, gr- a great stadium it looks to have cracking. it in. Though. It looks yeah, deadly. So, but on, there's a lot of great stadiums. But just even just a very brief one to go back to Liverpool. Because something you said there about coming back because the better team. Like somebody did say it like uh, on one of the panels like take the goals away. Take the goal stats away. Liverpool were the better side over the 180 minutes. Mm. As much as it was dramatic they were and I was like yeah fair point because you know the, the half an hour in the second half in Barcelona was such a killer being so dominant and then to bang bang and you're 3-0 down it was it was the worst I felt watching a match in so long and it, just the 180 the week after it, the fo- it, football's just great if you're thinking about going over to the final <laughs> you yeah. want to How have you, s- you want to have get out say. your checkbook although officially the tickets you could get a ticket for 60 quid that's category 4 Category 1, 513. But listen to this. This is a new stadium, right? Brand new stadium. 410 sterling for a restricted view. What new stadium would have a restricted, restricted view? view? For 410 euro. For when you can get a ticket for 60. That isn't. It's like, it's like Goodison again. You know, they might as well have had it in Goodison. But anyhow, there you go. That's a weird uh, one. Th- and I think there's loads of people looking to try and find the cheapest way of going across. Seemingly, there was a flight to from Madrid to Dublin or Dublin to Madrid. Early hours of Sunday morning, 134 a couple of hours Ooh. ago, which that was this morning. And it's, uh, it's up to 500 quid now. So It's unreal. I think the che- they're saying the cheapest way is Barcelona at the moment. But, mm-hmm. you know, everyone will go whatever way. They, if they can like, go across in a raft, they'll There's go plenty of the flights. Yeah. There's plenty of cities in Spain you can go into and probably Portugal. Maybe Biarritz, south of France, maybe. But yeah, you, you, yeah. There's a, it, it's a decent city to kind of get to without straight 
without going straight to Madrid because it's, last year the rugby final in Bilbao apparently didn't even have enough hotels it was a disaster yeah, people were yeah. coming from all over towns yeah. so ah, they are as well I think they're showing it in the uh, uh, new Tottenham Stadium I that's right yeah because of the probably, I assume Liverpool would do the same with I'm not 100% yeah, certain yeah. Or they'll probably have fan zones or yeah, something yeah. like that but no. tell you be robbed Spurs <laughs> <laughs> um, Daniel Levy said something like yeah, that like he presumes our allocation is going to be as small as Liverpool so they're looking to do a big Big show in, yeah. in the ground. Yeah, Liverpool, yeah, whatever. It's just going to be a... a as long as it's not on wheels. A, a mouth-watering prospect. It's going to be a brilliant game. And uh, with eight minutes to go, it's looking like it's going to be another all-English Europa League final. Um, Chelsea are making hard work of it, though. That, actually, I'll take it back. That's level. Chelsea has won all. That could go to the extra line. But Arsenal are 3-2 up in Valencia. Very surprising. So, without... They're three or four. No, they're definitely true. So, it's up to Chelsea now to get the finger out. It's one all with eight minutes to go against Eintracht Frankfurt. See you after the break. Tune to Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. And welcome back to the big kickoff on Liffy Sound 96.4 FM. We were just talking Champions League, but I was listening to Peter Crouch there the other day on his <laughs> podcast. Great podcast. Have a listen to it. And he was talking about players who he's seen. He says, I've seen 10 to 15 million pound players written off in one training session. Here's what he had to say I've seen 10 million, 15 million pound players written off in one training session. Really? Genuinely. As soon as they've signed? Yeah, like, oh, he's crap. Gerard and Carragher were, were ruthless. <laughs> ruthless. Like, Gerard's standards are so high. You know, he would, he would wrap a pass into you with so much venom and expect you to control it. And he would wrap it into me and then, and then come at me, basically. Um, and I'll either lay it off for him first time or take a touch and lay it off for him again. You know, a couple of times, I mean, it happened to me a couple of times where if it bounced off me, he'd just look at you like, what am I playing with? I'd end up working on on it and making sure that I was right. So every single touch and every detail was was spot on. We are physically in as hard as you physically can can kick it and control it because it gets there faster and we can move far. And the game is just so much more far faster like that. And there was quite a few times, I think if we go back over the goals that, that, that Stevie scored or, you know, we scored, there were quite, there were quite a few things where we linked up and, and that happened, you know? So, um, yeah, every, every day in training is... Is something is a time to learn. I, I feel like I'm there. It's quite weird. You sound like you loved it. Oh yeah, yeah, I did. I did. It's a challenge you either rise to or you or you go under. And I did see people go under and, and, and found that too intense. With John Terry and Frank Lampard at, at Chelsea, I can imagine the same with Roy Keane at Man United. I imagine Tony Adams or you know Thierry, Patrick Vieira being the same at Arsenal. The top top clubs. And the top, top players demand the best every single day. That's the way it is. And I think that's why they are at the top and that's why they stay at the top. And I, listen, I set my own standards as well, but I've also been at clubs where those standards haven't been set. And, you know, you can get away with things and sometimes you can have a bad training session and get away with it. But at, club, at the top clubs and, and internationally with England and stuff, that you, you don't get away with it. So my question to you is, who are those players for Liverpool? Who, are, who is that player? Or who is that player at sports? Now? Oh. Now. Uh, who do you think would be demanding? From interviews alone, and his name comes up a lot with all the other players, I wouldn't necessarily believe it myself, but obviously he must be, is Henderson. Is they him. talk about him a hell of a lot, about him always banging on about what you need to be doing and what... We, where that? Funny, funny enough, I have a headline here. Uh, there was a jab and tablets. I said, "Give me whatever you got." So basically, that was after he got his little knock or whatever like that. He he wasn't gonna yeah. come off pitches like, and stuff like that. He's so. a fire. There's no denying yeah. it. He was on the scrap heap. Rogers had him gone to Fulham. Apparently, he knocked on the door and said, "I don't want to go anywhere. I want to fight." He says, "Right, we'll let you go. We'll, we'll give you another go." And he made him captain a year and a year and a half later. And the other lad loves him as well. Klopp loves him and the players seem to enjoy him and whatever. And as I said, when you look at some of the YouTube, Liverpool do a lot of kind of social media kind of stuff and then they kind of do little quick questionnaires with some of the players and his name comes up a hell of a lot. And I don't think it's just because he's the captain. I think they genuinely, yeah, he always shows up. He's always, and you can see he snarls. I'm not, he's not the most skillful player on the ball, but you can't question the guy who gives it everything all yeah, the time. Yeah. Kind of, Van Dijk kind of has that look in his eyes. And now obviously he's, he's probably going to come to the fore. Spurs? I have to say, uh, Elder Rewild. Sorry, I'm always terrible pronouncing his name. Yeah. Um, 
That's right, isn't it? Elder Elder Elf. Perhaps, yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in defense, I suppose, where like it is, he's good, but it just has games and games where you're going, just throw him in the dumpster, get rid of him, I think. Anyway, watching him, but I'd I'd probably say him. Yeah. Yeah. Probably because you look around at the rest of the team and it's funny, you you don't see outright leaders you see just mm. yeah. the good decent players yeah, yeah, yeah. so Pochettino must play a huge role in that of course so. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and even Liverpool they're not overly obviously Van Dijk with his size and stature and obviously the way he's coming he's probably the obvious one but I think it's a bit like that as well they're a bit more stealth with Liverpool and I think in general they're a bit more stealth nowadays there's not that kind of oh he's the man yeah sitting in the middle of the park who's like the bulldog ready to go you're right mm. Gaines and all. that kind of player is slowly dwindling you know um because they have to be a good player regardless of and obviously Keane was but that type of player that every team had one from top to the bottom you, you know if you're not good then players are kind of dying that's why you don't have as many I yeah, think yeah. NBA uh, yeah. Uh, what, what uh, have we got so we're into the just about into the semi-finals uh, there's let me see I got my little chart here because you can't forget anything um, we have Golden State uh, against Houston now Golden State would be the Warriors who they kind won. of the superstar team with They've a lot won of the big three players. out of the last four. Yeah. Um, they Steph be, Curry, yeah, all the big, the guys. everyone knows the names, but yeah. outside of them, uh, and this is really refreshing, almost every other team in the playoffs, I'll, I'll run around them quick, is either a newish young team or a team that hasn't really had a lot of postseason success in recent okay. years. So it's kind of a good shakeup. Uh, really brought on by there's like a, a huge influx of great European players in the NBA now. Uh, so you'd have like the like to the Milwaukee Bucks with Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh, that's uh, impressive. Uh, I'm glad you said his it's name. It's taken two years of watching sports. <laughs> Say it again. Antetokounmpo. Giannis Antetokounmpo. If Greece. you've seen it, if I, you saw s- it, I'm still doubting that's how you pronounce it. That is how you pronounce it. I know it is, but it's yeah. still kind of, I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. it, the letters are so small on the back Say it again. of the jersey. Antetokounmpo. Oh, well played. God, see, you got it. <laughs> <laughs> the, the two or three hundredth time you hear it, and then you start to pick it up. So. I know of his name because yeah. of what it looks like when you yeah. see it on the text, but he, the little bits that Sky Sports News show, he's always there, thereabouts. He's kind of He'd like, be the, the next guy you kind of look at, right? LeBron's retiring yeah. in a few years. You'd have, you know, Kevin Durant and even like Steph Curry, they'll, they'll start to get on in their yeah. 30s. He's the new guy coming up, I think, that's yeah. going to okay. be maybe the face of the league. Uh, so I... Sorry, I'll double back on myself. So you have Golden State in Houston, Portland at Denver, left in the west. In the east, you have Milwaukee, Philadelphia, and Toronto. So I'd probably be looking at Milwaukee against Golden State in the finals. Uh, and probably still Golden State because they're still the big champs. Are people getting a little bit closer to Golden State, though? They are, absolutely. I think that the, the team's showing, their, showing some mileage a little bit yeah. in ways that they wouldn't in other years. Uh, the rest of... Coaches in the league have had years now to study them. Yeah. And how can we beat them? So Houston's down 3-2 in the series now against them, but they're actually matching up really well with them. They're playing really hard, aggressive basketball, yeah. uh, where Golden State's very finesse. Um, yeah. They play smaller, a lot of three points and things like three-point shots and all. So I think that's how you beat them is kind of get real physical and get in their face because they're a small team. And I think yeah, I think everyone's figuring it and out. And Durant has a bit of an injury scare as he well. He might, yeah. I think it uh, might just be a, a calf strain or something. So he'd probably be okay for the next round. But that could that shifts the tide totally if he's out for the semifinals and the, and the finals. I'd all but count them out really because then really that was the it factor really for him. Is it? And speaking of Houston, is Harden still there? He was he out is, for a while, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, you know, Harden, did he get Harden, injured? Uh, he did early in the season, so he's still he's in. Okay. Harden's healthy. Chris Paul's healthy. Um, so as much as I even said put Golden State in the finals, not totally counting. You talking yourself out. <laughs> yeah, now that I think about it, maybe, maybe can. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so getting exciting anyway. Yeah, yeah. And then obviously the hockey playoffs are they usually go side by side. I think Stanley Cup finishes slightly earlier. Slightly they? earlier, and they're a few games ahead, so they're just down to four teams. Uh, very similar to basketball. It's a lot of teams that haven't been the perennial flav- favorites yeah. the last few years. So you have uh, San Jose Sharks. They've never won yeah. before. Um, Carolina Hurricanes, they, they won it once, I think, about 10, 12 years ago. But they, they used to have a couple they, of great players yeah. from the old NHL days playing NHL a bit. But they, they haven't really been making waves yeah. in a decade. Uh, the Boston Bruins, they're, they've always, they're an original 16. They've always mm. kind of been in it. And the St. Louis Blues, who as much as it pains me to say because I hate them. Uh, <laughs> They'd be a local rival team. Oh, they would be, yeah. they would be, yeah. So they, uh, but they are, they're kind of the Cinderella story this year, like the Vegas Golden Knights were last year. Yeah. The St. Louis Blues, first or second of January, were in last place. And then now they're in the 
uh, semifinal. Super. And they haven't been to a final uh, in 60 years, and they've never, never won one at all. So they're... I couldn't root for them because I hate them so much. But never. But right, it is the, the Cinderella end. story. You do kind of. You do kind of. Maybe there'll be a moment similar to Liverpool. I'll watch and go. Ah, like, yeah. <laughs> so Sorry to myself. Good for you guys. You kind of would plumb for Golden State in the basketball. Who are you going to go with the four that are left in Stanley Cup? <sighs> I'd say St. Louis in the final against Boston, and probably St. Louis to win. I'll pick them. Oh. It pains me to say. We'll go with St. Louis. And I know you're a big Cubbies fan. I am. And I, I actually made the headlines in. Arlette lulled uh, over here. I noticed that today mm. a fan has been banned for life for yeah. making an, an so alleged racist. Uh, I an w- inverted yeah. okay apparently now is racist. Yeah, in, now this uh, I remember in America when this inverted. Okay I don't know. Is was this it? across the world or is it more in America? It's been taken uh, as slightly racist. I think it's taken change. in America. Or did you even know about it? I when I first read the headline, I all I thought was what. What's a racist hand gesture? Like so, I'm like googling away because most most news outlets they uh, for good reason they wouldn't show it or, or tell yeah, what it was. You know, because so you can see the, it on the article I seen. Yeah, so it would have been that thing, kind of an upside down. Okay, it's like a no, yeah. but apparently it's an upside down. Okay, like I can remember being a kid and that was the thing you kind of did that trick where you get someone to look at yeah. it and then you punch and you them give on them the a arm. dead arm. That's so, what I thought. Yeah, that, and that that has been still around. It's been all over Facebook, YouTube. Yeah, it's kind of come back a little bit. Yeah, and yeah. but I don't know how it has transferred. Apparently, into some white power groups or something along those lines neo-nazi types have taken that on as that's their symbol or something now, okay sounds and stupid. the guy who potentially yeah. could have been doing it in a fairly maybe, maybe innocent not, way yeah. as now they tough tough to say um, it's rough if he's a big fan because he's banned for life I think yeah because you don't see his face in the picture but they obviously got onto uh, the stadium and they mm. kind of obviously looked at CCTV well there was on the TV broadcast because I did find it after oh, digging googling around it showed the full video of it and you could see his, he's making funny oh, faces yeah. and it, he's says, doing it, it says here as a result after repeated attempts to reach the individual by phone we sent a letter to the individual notifying our findings and our decision he will be not be permitted to any of the grounds and or Wrigley Field mm. or any other ticketed areas indefinitely <laughs> so Basically, I think what they're saying is maybe he hasn't made contact back with them. So yeah. until he does, it could be. I mean, it yeah. looked he looked the, the facial expression. He's kind of dancing around. It looked fairly innocuous. But again, I, I, I didn't yeah, even know that was a thing. With so, his mates on TV. Yeah, hey, so I suppose the and the, yeah. I'm not the one to make that call. But it did yeah. seem to me like oh, exactly. that's a bit harsh. But who yeah. knows? You know? But uh, yeah, yeah, I seen yeah. it there and I just couldn't believe it. I was like, yep. Jesus, yeah. 2018 so. racist hand gestures are a thing. <laughs> Unbelievable. Or 2019. <laughs> that was what I'm Just to go on, Chelsea are in extra time with Frankfurt yep. at the moment. Arsenal, Arsenal finished 4 2. Patrick Abamian. Pierre Emmerich. Any MLS? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? what? Uh, scraping barrel. <laughs> You're five minutes, Nick. Let's go. What, but, um, it wasn't MLS. Zlatan, Zlatan Bullion. Oh, over. Zlatan Bullion, Nader Manu. Yeah. All right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 there are uh, no, teams they may or may not be in season now. <laughs> no, they, they are. They kicked the ball around. So. And uh, obviously, NFL is is certainly uh, they have some, some break. Time. They do, yeah, because it's very short. It's only it, is that why they end up getting arrested so much? You know, are they just bored with all their money for six months? I certainly probably could be because from um, around now because they go quiet for February, March you don't mm-hmm. hear too much and then from about now till June oh crap we're going back to the season yeah, they'll be, and they they'll go wild their... and that's when they end up getting into trouble mm-hmm. a lot some yeah. of the, the players it's unreal yeah yeah no they're very it's around now season. from now till kind of the end of June you'll start seeing them, oh shit we're going back soon so let's go crazy let's and get, that's when I'll get you DUIs yeah and yeah come out with everyone kind of but yeah. the draft was was it last week that was the week before yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I, I know it was a fair few quarterbacks I know for a fact they kind of got through and there was one or two kind of half stories but there's an academy now going to go uh, ahead I can't think of the college in London an actual proper academy for 80 players potential players yeah. between the ages of 16 and 19 because they have this thing called the international pathway where they bring two or three players over every year. You see them on Sky Sports, they follow yeah. them over the summer and they do tryouts and they do the combine and then some of them get these pre, kind of pre-contract kind of agreements. Put on a practice them. squad or something yeah, maybe. Yeah, because there was a guy, uh, a very well-known, Christian Wade is his name, seriously fast, played for Wasps. He's after been signed mm. by the Buffalo Bills this year and another guy from the UK. But it's kind of another way of introducing kind of widening the market for them but there's going to be 80 positions between 16 to 19 year olds and then good, yeah. it could potentially be 
the guys who graduate kind of after the year too. Mm. Like there's proper courses in the background in college, so it's not just you're going to play American football. I wonder so if that'll be, some... be a view now because obviously it's picking up in popularity in in. England and all the London games every year. If that'll be a view to, right, you get more and more people interested, not just to watch it, now starting to play, yeah. with a view to create the London team, which they've been kind of exactly. flirting with for years Half and years. the team yeah. could be actually homegrown, yeah. Yeah, instead it, of yeah. just a bit like like what you said about the Vegas Golden Knights, mm. you kind of every team gets a player yeah, yeah, that's from it, whatever. Yeah. It yeah. could be like, yeah, half the... Yeah. Like it, it's, it's probably, as you said, potentially another step to c- consolidating... So the NFL team in mm. London which more than likely will happen especially as soon as I seen the Tottenham Stadium it was like yep. whatever about being Tottenham's ground that just screamed of an American football stadium yeah absolutely which yeah. it is obviously going to so be for every year it was just it used to just be the one London game a year now it's yeah. three and I'm sure in the next few so years that'll five or six definitely be, be the yeah. permanent base I'd and say then, yeah because really all you need is they just have to schedule it in that way where you just clump all your home games mm. together and clump. But even the way they're, but even the way they have the pitch, they have a an artificial pitch that they can just roll in, so it's not going to affect the football uh, pitch. Just then. for this yeah. moment, the soccer pitch. Yeah, I can't believe I said it. Sorry, I know. I'm sorry. Shannon's oh, looking at me with disgust <laughs> for saying soccer. Continue. <laughs> but the fact that I won't even ruin sports pitch. Of course, yeah. I think it's going to be the permanent. That should eventually be the permanent base for the London. Leopards, Lions, now Lions are already there. London, well, see, would they bring Lorentes, back the Monarchs? The London Laurentes. <laughs> <laughs> will they bring back the Monarchs from the World League? That was a great name, the London Monarchs. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah that would What's much coverage of the World League back in the day in the mid nineties? No, not that I recall. Yeah, no, there was over here. The London yeah. Monarchs, Barcelona Dragons. There was a few. There's only about six teams, but it, yeah. like there's some serious players like yeah. that became popular again. Because it was kind of like a resurrected career and back over mm-hmm. to the States. Yeah. Some serious players. Ah, sure, who knows? Who's to say? All right. All righty then. Before we finish, yeah. just a quick one. Uh, Kipchoge, who won the London Martin last weekend, yes. he will be going ahead at the end of the summer to try and break the two-hour mo- two mark. Um, it's an assisted one. It won't be an official world record, but it's just to prove man can, can do it so there's going to be they're looking for a, a, probably a racetrack or somewhere kind of nice and easy Ineos is the name of the company they've taken off from Team Sky in the cycling they're backing them and basically what it is is they're just going to bring in fresh pacemakers a different guy so they'll have somebody at that pace right. all the way through he's only about a minute and a half away on a normal race so with the pacemakers they fancy this guy to do it to and do he's it. determined to do it so right uh, yeah, but watch that space in the summer. But it won't mean anything because it's not official. Yeah, but I, it's more just an experiment, I think. I think it's just more to just see to, if sh- it can to see happen. man can be yeah, to it. Yeah. It'll you, happen. You know the fascination about the four-minute mile. It was massive back in the day and it made the movies, the char- Chariots of Fire and all that, and it yeah. was never going to be done. Yeah. And they managed to do it. And I think that's what... It's just trying to recreate something similar to that. Yeah, when's can, that? Uh, it'll be the end of summer. He's literally only finished the London Martin, so it'll be a bit of rest and recuperation, then a bit of training, and they reckon around uh, probably August time. They're looking to try. They're they're not decided yet where it's going to be. But last year, I think they did it in Imola or Monza, one of the Italian tracks. So the talk is they're trying looking at London, maybe. But it, it, it's watch this space. But yeah, Kipchoge is going to go for it. Nearly forgot. Just before we go, um, there is a certain rugby match on at the weekend. Yeah, I am flying out in. Well, I have to get up in six hours, but I'm flying out at half six to Manchester, train to Newcastle, and Saracens. Bang in form, absolutely battered Exeter, who are top of the Premiership. Um, talking to a guy today when it was setting up for the trade show for next week, he knows obviously more than I am. But he said, "Listen, they are the bang in form team, but the best Leinster show up, it could be enough." You know, Leinster still are a special side, and obviously been there, done that. Obviously, Saracens have been around as well, but it's set up for a cracking tie. They are probably the two best teams at the at the minute, and if they both show up, you could be in for a belter, and hopefully the result goes the right way and then we fly to half five Sunday I'm hoping it's obvious what way the league's going to go good or bad I hope there's no before the flight takes yeah off. because we'll probably have to get on about quarter five five so I'm really hoping there's no drama I hope we either have it or we don't and there's not that oh my god we're we're drawn and they're we are we're we're winning they're drawn and it's waiting for that last minute you know, like Phil Jones and Fergie and what do you mean we've <laughs> yeah. lost it I just hope there's not that moment and you're on the plane yeah <laughs> but there's a little bit of me going it's great that I'm in Manchester for potentially Liverpool in the league that'd be nice okay <laughs> and that or when City win it good luck with that <laughs> listen but after the after the other day anything, anything is, possible. is possible you're right okay. come on Duffy and Duncan all you Brighton boys come on one more time we'll talk to you next week good luck